It's Micro Monday again, the weekly microcast where we get to know members of the Micro.blog community. I'm Jean McDonald, the community manager at Micro.blog, and I am very pleased to welcome Rich Anderson, who is Sands Point on Micro.blog. Hi, Rich. Welcome to Micro Monday, and how's it going? Hi, Jean. Uh, it's going great. Thank you for having me. I'm really glad that you could make it, and I know that uh, people are looking forward to hearing from you. And uh, so before we get into the nitty gritty of blogging and how blogging relates to life, uh, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Okay. Well, uh, I've been making and doing stuff on the internet for, oh goodness, um, more than half my life now. Started with uh, a website on GeoCities when I was 13 Mm. and uh, just doing all sorts of things, blogging, social media, podcasting, um, about the only thing I haven't really got my, uh, fingers into over the years is YouTube, but I do have a couple videos up on there. Just nothing like produced. Yeah. Uh, I'm also a, uh, a big music fan. I used to do a podcast called crush on radio, where it was uh, discussing music with people. And I'm also a competitive air guitarist. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that is you're the first competitive air guitarist that I have met and at least you know have met online and that really fascinated me. How long have you been doing that? Uh I got started about oh I think uh 7 or 8 years ago, uh 7 years ago, 2011. Uh happened to see a video of someone doing it on a internet community I was part of and I'm like, "Hmm, I wonder if there's one of those coming up in Philadelphia at some point." Mm-hmm. And I found out there was one that August, signed up, uh, <laughs> got on stage, made a complete and utter fool of myself, as you always do on the first time out. Well, a complete and utter fool in a way that didn't get a, that didn't get a very good score. Mm-hmm. Everyone makes a complete and utter fool of themselves, but that's half the point. Um, <laughs> but the community of people there, everyone of it was just too, super supportive, and we're all cheering each other on, and just, I want to come back and do this again. And I've been doing it for seven years. Uh, I actually went to my first uh, world championships in Finland this past summer. Yeah, yeah, I was I was following that on Microdot blog, and I was just fascinated a by air guitar competition, which again I had I didn't know that was a thing, although maybe I should have. And b Finland, and like not just like Helsinki, right? It was like somewhere outside of the main capital, right? Yes, yeah, so, uh, Olu, uh, up in up in the not really the north north because uh, not Lapland, but yeah. <laughs> central 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 Finland, I guess. But mm-hmm. uh, on the on the North Sea or yeah. Baltics or one of those seas. <laughs> central Central Finland is still quite north. <laughs> yeah, wow. Middle of August, and I'm getting by with like a light jacket and jeans. Mm-hmm. And, and after coming from New York humidity, oh boy, that, I miss it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you must have had like no uh, nighttime at that point, or close to no nighttime. Uh, that's my my recollection of being in Leningrad, like in June, like that feeling of it never gets really dark. It did get dark, but uh, for how long I don't know. There were a lot of late nights going into early mornings, but that's just <laughs> kind of how we roll. <laughs> that's the air guitarist way that you know it supports that feeling of like you just we're going to party till dawn, and dawn happens to be in one hour. But <laughs> <laughs> wow, 
Wow. Well, yes, that that totally fascinated me. And like, if I can, if you don't mind me uh, asking yet another question about your bio, is that in addition to this, you know, serious rock background, um, now you are um, your your professional life is centered on opera. That's right. Um, about two years ago, I lucked out and landed a. A gig with the Metropolitan Opera here in New York. Uh, I do uh, email marketing for them. It's a uh, it's an interesting place to work. It's it's kind of a boring job uh, putting emails together, but mm-hmm. it's an interesting place to work. Hearing the rehearsals, seeing some of the rehearsals. You know, uh, I work on the fifth floor of the building, and there's a rehearsal space there, so you never know what you're going to see mm-hmm. when you're walking by. And, and, and yeah. had you been familiar with opera much before you started that gig? No, no, not at all. Um, I'm not familiar with opera, but I was familiar with email marketing. And I learned uh, while viewing yeah. it actually uh, back when I lived in Philadelphia, I worked for the Walnut Street Theater in a, a telesales and telemarketing role. And I didn't really have much of a background in theater as well. But one of the perks of working is you, at places like that, you get to see uh, see the shows and that's how you learn. Yeah. Yeah. Opera. Um I I do love opera. I, you know, it's something that I have over my adult life, like, you know, gradually acquired a taste for. Um, And now I'm completely, you know, enamored with it. And I, I think it's just one of the greatest spectacles of all. And I admire all the artists involved in every way Not you know, the singers are amazing. The, the staging and the sets are are bonkers, you know, for the for the classic operas, uh, especially. Just go, wow! <laughs> so, I'm with you. I actually just saw Tosca on Friday. Oh, and, whew, my right in the feels. Uh, yeah. but just gorgeous, gorgeous uh, production as well. Yeah. Well. Well, I I think that's that's very cool, and um, I I am personally just like kind of tickled to know somebody who actually works at the Met. So thank you. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. It's like, no, I mean, I'm not a big sports fan anymore. To me, you're like, you know, you're like the James LeBron of my opera life now. Cause you're in the big leagues. <laughs> <laughs> well, the most, I, I've at least like stood next to Anna Trepko oh. and Paso Domingo has stuck his head into my office uh, that I share with other people once. So, wow, well, I'm diving with the stars of opera. <laughs> <laughs> well, so before we get into you know get before this turns into micro opera uh, instead of micro Monday, I should probably <laughs> ask you a little bit more about blogging and. You mentioned um, you've had your domain name for like 16 years, which is a good chunk of time. Did you start a blog? Have you been blogging that long? You said, well, of course, GeoCities when you were a kid. Um, what would you What would you say was your first like, uh, um, you know, blog under your own domain name? It would have been at sandspoint.com. Um, it's actually that domain's had like a number of different variations and blogs on it over the years. Um, right now, my current archives, I'm not sure how far back they go. I want to say maybe 20, 2008. Mm-hmm. But um, anything older than that, you'll have to go on to the Wayback Machine for. Mm-hmm. 
because I don't want to see what I wrote in my teens and early 20s. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone else does either. Yeah. Uh, I've actually put that kind of on hold. Um, after, during the election and after the election, I just realized it wasn't really bringing me much joy to write about technology and how uh, – and social media and all the horror show that's been going on. So yeah. I sort of put that aside. Yeah. Um, well, what brought I, you to micro that blog? What what interested you in the this uh, format? Well, I've always been uh, on social media in various forms. Um, going back to uh, you know Twitter in the early in probably around two thousand eight is when I joined Twitter for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a an uh, early adopter of App.net. Mm-hmm. And when that was shutting down, uh, that was about the time when I think Matt announced uh, the Kickstarter for Microblog. Mm-hmm. And so I, I hopped right in on that, threw down for uh, for the book and the the, the uh, membership, and yeah, you know, it's uh, as an alternative to some of the centralized stuff. It's it has a lot of potential, and I've been looking into when I have the time, setting up sort of my own self hosted one. Mm-hmm. But for now, I'm happy to uh, support the support the project with the hosted blog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, that. One of the things that I like about how micro.blog works is that, of course, there's the social aspect of it. And on the timeline, using the apps, you can see what other people are posting and you can reply to them and have conversations. But everything that you post also becomes a post on your own blog. You know, if you have a hosted blog or, or you know, you can also make this work with a, um, a third party uh, blog like WordPress or um, whatever. But for me, I I definitely get that paralysis of choice all the time. And there's so many choices in blogging and in web design and all that sort of stuff that I love. <laughs> that micro.blog, I can just say, you know, I'm just going to do this right now. I'm going to change the color of the links, and that's all I'm going to do <laughs> design-wise. <laughs> And if I feel the need to do something fancier in the future, this is all my blog, you know, and I will just uh, move it to a different platform. I'll, I'll export it and import it somewhere else and I'll, the links will, you know, be preserved and so on. So for somebody who's not very decisive, micro.blog is really great. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's a really important thing. It's uh, portability is something that we definitely lost. Um, even back in the days when I first started, it was very easy to switch hosting, just download all your HTML files and your image files and upload them onto another site, mm-hmm. and you're basically done. Um, and that's something that we've lost with these uh, just these siloed uh, systems like Facebook and Twitter. And right. it's there's trade-offs. I find I, I think it's easier for someone to spin up a Facebook account than it is to spin up their own self-hosted microblog. Mm-hmm. At least with the hosted microblogs, it's a lot easier of a process, and it's as easy as Facebook, as Twitter. It's just the trying to get people to understand the benefits of that. Right. Yeah, that is definitely it's it's been an ongoing challenge and a question, you know, that helping people to understand why they would want to do this, and also in the case of hosted microblogs, why. They would want to spend money on it, and um, and then how they would use it, and the, you know it's it, it's 
that, again, paralysis of choice, there's so many ways you could use your micro.blog hosted account that you might spend a lot of time trying to decide which use is the best. But for me personally, like seeing people in the community and, and new people coming into the community, I like the fact that a lot of the micro blogs are kind of in that vein of the original blogs, which were, this is my personal record. Um, it's things I like or things I'm interested in or things that I'm passionate about or angry about. And here's some photos of my pets as well. <laughs> I can't, I don't have any pet photos to post, but uh, I do yeah. have my concert photos. So I guess yeah, do. that's, that's definitely, you know, something, although, yeah, I mean, I don't have children, so <laughs> I do have nieces and nephews, but like, I feel sometimes like, yes, you having children is great, you know, for, for blogging, but pets, pets are better. They, they, uh, um, you know, they, they, I wouldn't say they're more cooperative, <laughs> but you, know, <laughs> you don't, and if you have to bribe them, you don't have to bribe them with much. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't, please. People, Just a little radicchio in your case. Yes. A little radicchio. You can get a lot, you know, anyway, I don't want to get hate mail from parents who um, are concerned by me comparing guinea pigs to children. They are nothing alike. And uh, my hat's off to the parents in the audience who, manage to do anything while having kids uh, to manage as well. <laughs> so, you know, how do you find that micro.blog fits into your whole like blogging slash social media life these days? Are you still on Twitter? I am on Twitter, but I'm not using it much, mostly just to uh, yell at the uh, New York city subway Twitter account when my trains are screwed up. Um <laughs> And if they switch to micro.blog, I would use that instead. <laughs> oh, please. I hope they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Um, I, I'm also active on Mastodon. Um, I find there's a – micro.blog is a very sort of uh, relaxed place for me. It's a good place to go and see people's photos and people's uh, links to what they're working on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a good place, I find, like sort of to post that stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Um my Mastodon is sort of where I go for a more like loosey goosey, fun, weird experience. Mm-hmm. And I and I think there's a place for both. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, I think uh, that Mastodon has a lot of that sort of old Twitter feel in a certain way, um, which is that oh, just you know, people just can come and post, and and nothing is meant to be like necessarily hardcore discussion or conversation or work. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me actually a lot of uh, early days when I was on uh, IRC. Oh. Yeah. And that's sort of that same sort of kind of freewheeling uh, feel of more of a nothing really here matters um, with, except for the occasional like serious thing that does matter, but mm-hmm. it's all much more relaxed. So have you been on Mastodon for very long? I'm kind of curious about it because I am there. And I have some friends there, and it seems like I'll have some friends who are just going to do Mastodon um, and probably won't come over to micro.blog. So uh, I'm curious how that's working out for you. Like, you know, do your your circles overlap? Uh, the circles don't overlap. I've been on uh, Mastodon since November of 
2016. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I'm ballparking that, but uh, wow, that's a, yeah, that's kind of early on for Mastodon. Yeah, yeah so I, I learned about that through MetaFilter, and this was just before Micro.blog spun up, I believe. So uh, mm-hmm. I'd already the Kickstarter was already done by then, but the, there hadn't been hadn't gone live yet. So I kind of got a foothold there first, but again, I think. I think there's honestly something really important that we should all have multiple places and multiple ways to express ourselves online. You don't have to just be the same person and express, do the same, post the same things everywhere mm-hmm. that, you know, something like having a multitude of, uh, of services and options, uh, hopefully the ones that are, inter- that are interoperable, but mm-hmm. you know, it's a good way to sort of express different uh, aspects of your, of yourself online. Yeah, I think that is true. And I know that over the years, I've watched people on Twitter say, try to run two accounts because there's one account, you know, that's dedicated, they want to dedicate to like some special interest that only some people are going to be interested in, let's say, like knitting, you know, or (laughs) whatever. And then they, but they still want to have an account where they can just, you know, shoot the breeze and post photos of their pets and whatever. But as far as I can remember, nobody's ever successfully managed to have two (laughs) because you end up neglecting one or the other. But now that there's these different platforms, it's kind of interesting. Um, It's definitely still shaking out for me, like what, what's going to work the best, but I'm definitely grateful for the, crowd that we have over at micro.blog because if you know something happened tomorrow where twitter disappeared and mastodon disappeared i'd still feel like i had an outlet you know to chit chat with people who i'm interested in and whose opinions i care about and hopefully twitter will disappear tomorrow no. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here folks <laughs> Yeah, I will see. We'll see what happens. Well, um, Rich, I'm so glad that you could come on the podcast today and we could chit chat. Is there anything you want to add before we wrap up? No, I think that uh, covers it. Uh, you know, if you feel free to follow and if you do say hi. Mm-hmm. That's right. So yes, you could follow Rich on micro.blog. I'll put a link in the show notes or you can go directly to micro.blog slash sans point. And thanks everybody for listening and we'll talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.